0: Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. My name's TJ Davis, alongside Emily Shit! Ah, oh, shit, I already fucked up. Welcome to New England Beer Reviews. This is episode 56, Wicked Stupid Putin. In a New England Beer Reviews first, our title beer will be our second beer, because our title beer is like a fucking 10.3 or something. 10% dead and yeah, we're, we're not we're not starting off with that. My name's TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today, weirdo?
1: Uh, Pretty good. And also, why? W- why was that a fuck up? Like you could have just kept going and introduced the beer after you introduced us. Oh, I'm keeping all of that. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like, it, you didn't fuck up in the first place. I don't know why you thought you did.
0: but Because like our usual format is like so? New England Beer Reviews episode number my name's tj davis <laughs>
1: so like fuck him yeah i don't like it fuck him yeah. please please don't go find another podcast and stay here and also give us money
0: yeah i mean where else are you gonna find another new england beer reviews podcast nowhere that's where <laughs>
1: I-, I think there's like some dude on youtube or some shit but like oh. yeah that guy's not nearly as cool as we are so yeah
0: he might be uh (laughs) we do keep on gaining listeners though because i looked at our last seven days and we've had like 63 downloads in the last seven days and a bunch of them are like old episodes neat yeah so like we keep on like yeah we keep on gaining new listeners so thank you uh if you like what we do i don't know fucking email us we we, we, like honestly i would love to start making money from this but much more I want some fucking interaction.
1: Yeah, man, that would be awesome. Come (laughs) on. Is there anybody out there? I was gonna say, are there enough of you yet that we could start a discord like cool people? (laughs) You can join us live.
0: (laughs) All right, uh, we we keep on uh, padding for time. Like, ah, Jesus Christ, we're almost two and a half minutes into this and we haven't cracked a beer. The hell is wrong with us? We must be slipping in our old age.
1: But our 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 third our third code host is uh, was just scratching my couch while I was sitting in it. So, ah, you know. nice. Uh, He's uh, the smartest.
0: Emily, are you ready for beer number one?
1: I sure am, good buddy.
0: Nice. All right. So you know, since it's the middle of June, by the time this releases, middle of June, um, we're gonna do a stout episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, because. Why the fuck not? I guess. Um, actually, it's really because I kept buying IPAs and it's like, well, that has to go first. Well, that has to go first. And then mm-hmm. it's now it's June and we have stouts. So. Mm-hmm.
0: so beer number one today comes to us from Trillium Brewing Company. Beer number one is underneath the secret stairs. It's a 5% Boston stout in three, two, one, 2,
1: didn't even spray myself nice That reminds me i still got to find my secret stairs poster uh,
0: yeah you do oh yeah listen to that poor Ah oh, yeah the sexy poor mm-hmm. <laughs> i i do like having a microphone that i can hear myself through because it means that i can have a little more fun doing stuff like that
1: yeah and then it means I make mm, kind of <laughs> yeah. noises more.
0: And and we also scar the audience.
1: <laughs> put it back on. Put it back <laughs> on. Mm. This is solid. I mean, like, I'm not actually fucking for, surprised. But like, can I say that?
0: Ooh, that is solid.
1: I love, I, I. Secret Stairs is a solid stout to begin with. So the for those of you who don't know, this is a lighter version of their classic Secret Stairs stout. So this one only clocks in at a 5%. Um, it's like, what if you took an Irish stout, like the the kind of light, the lighter body of like an Irish stout and gave it more flavor?
0: Yeah. Uh, like i'm getting more like coffee notes off of it like it feels like they gave it a good roast without having to make it like a 10 Mm percent like this is why we're starting off with this beer dear listeners is because because... it's a fucking five percent and both of us are probably going to get a little uh (laughs) with uh the ten (laughs) percent
1: uh probably more noticeably me i am still a lighter weight than TJ. And, uh... Yeah, it kind of felt like a mistake to go for, like, the... the intense one to start with, both because (laughs) of the blowing out your toast buds part of it, and also because the... I feel like it's a... It'll be a better episode if I'm not, like, tanked halfway through. (laughs) Because that also means that I'm... That I... If we started with with the stronger one, then I'm committed to finishing the stronger one during the episode.
0: Indeed.
1: Whereas this way, I can just sort of slowly kill it over a couple of hours without having to, you know, get it down.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: For real, though, this is like, I'm sure that you can't get this right now. It is worth looking for when it does come out, and I will say that, like,
0: yeah, I feel this, like is surprising... usually... this is a surprising. This is surprising.
1: Um, it's a surprisingly pleasant stout to be drinking in warmer weather. Like, yeah. I usually don't like dark beers in warm weather, but like this again, the doesn't, body of it is light enough that it like doesn't
0: have the heaviness that you get from like Russian imperials.
1: Yeah, like it's not syrupy in any way. It's just, I mean, it's it's clean, it's flavorful, like
0: I mean, it's heavier than a Guinness. Yeah. Or at least it's more flavorful than a Guinness, I would it's say. More
1: flavorful than a Guinness. I'm not sure that I'm I would not say sure that it's heavier. It's yeah. Heavier.
0: But yeah, I I really enjoy this. Like it's not something I can see myself, you know, sitting on the porch on a hot summer day sipping on. But it's definitely one of those things that I think it's like a late winter, early spring release usually. Yeah. Or even like late spring. I'm not sure. But definitely, if you see underneath the secret stairs, absolutely worth trying, guys.
1: Yeah, considering how many times we've been to fucking Trillium in recent memory, it was canned on, wow, I think 119. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and I also, and, really well then. <laughs> well, that's the thing is the one of the magical things about stouts, and the reason that this kept getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off is because stouts and sours and things like that tend to be much, much, much more shelf stable than something like an IPA.
0: Oh, absolutely. And so, like, like,
1: the fact that we've pushed this off so long probably hasn't actually impacted its flavor at all.
0: Uh, I mean, especially when it comes to, like, a lot of the nanobrewery IPAs that we've been getting that seem to turn after, like, a week or two.
1: Unfiltered is a problem, and it's also not always a problem with the brewery so much as it's a problem of, like, distro. Although there yeah. are breweries whose shit, like, oxidizes seemingly way faster, like... Vitamin, like C. vitamin C. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is the standout in terms of, like, how fast their stuff oxidizes.
0: Yeah, because we've definitely gotten some IPs from there. And, like, literally a week later, it's like, wow, this is almost undrinkable because of how much it's oxidized.
1: Yeah, which is why I need to stop ever sending their shit to, like, people who come on our show. Like, you could, good listener, if you want to be our second patron.
0: Uh, unless it's a sour.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Like... Sours again, sours are generally fairly so shelf stable.
0: It makes me wonder if they're not doing like what is it usually like nitrogen gas that's put at the top of beer cans to help them be shelf stable longer.
1: Good question, and I don't know if that's true of non big beers. Like,
0: no, I yeah. think that that's fairly common for at least like. Maybe not nano breweries, but still micro breweries. I don't know. Are we still considering like Trillium and Treehouse micro breweries?
1: Yes, they are micro, they are not nano.
0: Yeah, but like I'm fairly certain that they must fucking cap their cans. I think it's nitrogen gas that's typically used.
1: I would imagine so. Nitrogen, I think, is pretty inert. Yeah, it's inert also why it's and- isn't- widgets
0: slightly heavier than general air
1: i can't remember but like something something boils off.
0: but it also reduces the amount of oxygen that's inside of the can which i think that's why it's used to you know decrease chances of oxidizing
1: (laughs) oh so you're just pushing some of the oxygen out because air is only what Somewhere in the 10 to 20% oxygen range? I can't fucking remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, 18? Something like that.
0: Like, isn't our air mostly nitrogen anyway?
1: Yes. Like, Mm
0: -hmm. 63% or something like that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: The majority of our air is nitrogen.
0: Sweet. I love breathing nitrogen. Nice and cool on the inside. All right. Uh, this is this is a beer podcast, right? <laughs> let's talk about, you again? Let's talk about some beers. <laughs> are you my grandson? I bent my wookie. <laughs> I broke my hip half my life ago. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> I'm just so happy that I can say that like all year this year. Like, I'm, I'm not happy that I broke my hip, but I'm happy that I can finally say
1: I broke my hip half my life ago. I don't know what number of times you're going to say that, but there is going to come a point where I am going to snap if you keep doing it around me.
0: (laughs) I mean, there are 365 days in the year, and I should be able to say it at least twice a day. So 700 times.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, 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 we will not. I don't know. I don't know the exact number of times it will take me to get snapped, but it is definitely less than 700. (laughs) It feels like it's already been 700.
0: <laughs> it might be. Um, all right. So beers that we drank. One of the beers that we drank was from outside of New England, even though these bastards claimed it was a New England IPA, and it, it actually was a New England IPA. But it was discount I nachos know. that we've already, I think, maybe touched on before from Hoofhearted.
1: Yeah, because we've had all of the ones in this series, I think.
0: I've had two of them you've had three
1: no i'm pretty sure i brought back cans of 60 dollar nachos and so the uh the birthday party that happened right before the no it wouldn't have been the right before the pandemic it would have been i don't know year before that whenever the fuck i came back from uh the ohio trip i think i brought back 60 dollar nachos
0: okay um <laughs> Discount Nachos is a 7.3% DDH IPA with Eldorado, Brew One, Citra, and Strata Hops. We both gave it force. It, it was pretty good. Like, nothing really against it. I'm guessing that it was more that we wanted to be more of a New England and it was less of a New England.
1: That and I... I don't know. I think I... I think my favorite of the of the series is $60 nachos like I think that it has a bit more going for it than the discount nachos and isn't quite isn't is doesn't fall into that like super alcoholic IPA trap of being too sweet like $120 nachos.
0: Yeah I honestly I'm not sure if I've had $120 nachos I no. like I think you're right you might have brought back a beer of 60 or it was something that was gotten in at some point at the beat when I was there maybe
1: yeah I don't know if you ever but like yeah that now that you but say like that the maybe 120, 120.
0: At, like the 120 I remember sounding like you know a um like a dogfish head 120 minute like not no quite it's really as not
1: big but not it's not quite as big and it's not quite as bad because looking back on it, that's not a good beer. Um, yeah, it's really not. Speaking of not a good beer. Um, Ooh, yeah. And it makes me really sad to say this. So mm-hmm. what we're talking about right now is the uh, Narragansett Brewing Company Dell's Black Cherry Shandy. Now, this is was originally released, I believe, as a Rhode Island-only exclusive. Indeed, um, it was. And... It was something that I had wanted to get my hands on for years. They finally wide release it. And it's not great. Um, it the, was
0: very medicinal.
1: Yeah. Like. Way more than like the Dr. McGillicuddy's cherry, for instance. Way more. Like, like the
0: McGillicuddy's cherry was still palatable. Yes. This was less so.
1: Like, I found this I'm not a dumpster. T-
0: <laughs> so I, I, I drink it, but
1: I didn't find it totally undrinkable. Um, I would like, man, like, I don't know. The the lemon is like, I don't know. Let, let's let's just use untapped ratings, I guess. Let's let, let's call the, the lemon a four just for, you know, argument's sake. I don't know that it actually is, but let's call it that. This is down at like a 3.25 comparatively. Um, I think I
0: like the watermelon more than I like the black cherry.
1: I don't, and that's simply because I detest the flavor of artificial watermelon. The watermelon is still my least favorite because I really can't deal with that flavor at all. Um, I don't know if I'm putting this or the mango passion fruit at second but like it i don't particularly like either one mm-hmm. so that's a really hard call the only dell's shandy that i like really like and genuinely enjoy drinking is the lemon like it's just i don't know maybe because it's actual dell's like i don't know like in, it's still in,
0: crappy but it's like a more enjoyable crappy i <laughs> think it's a fairly highly
1: stuff. enjoyable crappy honestly Like, I, I'm not sad to pick up, like, a case of that and, you know, drink it all day. Like.
0: Yeah, I'd be fine with that.
1: And notably, that is not what I got recently when I bought a case of something, but.
0: You didn't buy a case. You got a 30 rack.
1: Oh, yeah. I got a 30 rack, folks. You know, trying to save a little bit of money and.
0: Because we're both unemployed now.
1: (laughs) Um. (laughs) So, folks, I'll th- since we're talking about this, in case you didn't know, what does Emily do when she's on a bit of a budget and still wants to drink beer? She buys a 30 rack of Coors Banquet. Yes, I mean it. Coors Banquet. Like,
0: Yeah, I, I mean, take. honestly, it's either that or High Life or Gansett.
1: Uh, I mean, I would take Gansett Del Shandy over Gansett. And I would take Core's Banquet over High Life or Plain Gansett for sure. Like honestly, I find it to be flavorful enough and smooth, relatively enjoyable. Like I yeah. don't, I really don't dislike it. Core's Light sucks ass. Core's Banquet, yeah, is very drinkable.
0: I would concur. Alright, another beer that we had. Uh, I can't remember where the fuck we had it. Uh, At Emily's. That's where we had it. Uh yes. Was the Pipe Drain Brewing Company Pink Lemonade Sour. Um, Honestly, like, we both gave it fours, but, like, it was still it's pretty fine. damn tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like
1: it's, it I just doesn't... I wanted more yeah. from
0: it because, like, I guess we're kind of spoiled by, like Their candy sours, and I wanted to be more in line with their candy sours, but it was. Say that. It was more than adequate.
1: (laughs) Can you hear him whining? No. Oh, bummer. All right. While I'm currently being distracted by a cat, um, I love that they spelled it wrong in here too. Uh, so, we got a chance to, so, after the Oddity by the Ocean beer fest that we went to, and we've already had an episode covering, we went out and got more beers. What a shocker.
0: Cal Supreme.
1: It's like, it's, you know, amazing things happen when you basically have a chauffeur. Um... They bribed chauffeur who got stuff for free, but that's cool. But yeah, that still counts. That's like getting paid, but different. Anyway, so we went. One of the places we went was Portsmouth Brewery in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, I can't remember. I think that like they used to be affiliated with Smutty Nose, and now they're not again. Like I don't fucking know exactly how that shit works, but like. Portsmouth Brewery is has honestly never been a place that's like fucking spectacular, but like there aren't a ton of great places in directly in Portsmouth for beer. Um so this one was the liberation Gruet, because I was like, holy shit, it's a Gruet. I haven't seen a Gruit in fucking forever. It has um, been a while. And I love that this one is fruity, spicy, and herbal with ingredients commonly used to treat the symptoms of menopause.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it until I was just reading it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it was really nice to have a gruit. I gave it a 3.5. I've had much better gruits.
0: Yep, but we like... both gave it a 3.5. We both have had much better gruits, But still, it's nice to see a fucking gruit on a menu. It's not a popular style anymore.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, also at Portsmouth Brewing Company, we had a New England style IPA called Surrender to the Flow. Uh, it was hopped with Idaho 7 and Centennial. And honestly, given how much we like Idaho 7, we both still only gave it a 375
1: it should have been better than it was, if I recall correctly. It was pretty much clear.
0: Yeah. It, it like was... I said.
1: Portsmouth Brewery. Not entirely undrinkable. Not nothing that really is actually good good. Sorry yeah. guys.
0: Sorry, guys. I wish you were.
1: But after that, we went to a place in Portland. That has outstanding okay. beer.
0: Um, I mean, if you call yourself a beer cafe, I hope you have ex- outstanding beer.
1: And they have not an extensive food menu, but a solid food menu. I mean, I was so super pumped to get that St. Stephen four fat fowl for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Folks out there, it's a, it's a it's I can't remember if it's a brie or a triple cream. I think it's a triple cream. It's the best fucking one I've ever had. If you ever see it, just buy it. Just trust me, just trust me. Anyway, so we had, we, so we were there with, actually we were at both places, with our former third host who got ousted by Wash, Chris Campbell. So much better replacement. (laughs) Hey.
0: But yeah, uh, the first beer that we had there, well, the the first round, the first of the first four beers that we had there was the
1: the first three were. Paired. Oh, yeah. Because they're all oxbows.
0: We had three oxbow beers. Where's oxbow
1: at? oxbow i i've been to the one in portland i'm trying to remember where the fuck i think they newcastle uh, newcastle yeah i knew they had another location but they have a location in portland as well it's nice. like right next to main mead company
0: all right well the first one in this was the Amarel. uh it's a uh mixed barrel aged mixed fermentation ale with 100% main grains aged on montmorency 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 cherries big creek vibes 6.5% farmhouse like it, i'm sure that we could have rated it higher but i think it's the same issue that we have with like most of the oxbow stuff it is you know i it's good but i want something more
1: yeah oxbow does have some major hits honestly and i think that the third one in this series is actually pretty up there in terms of like oxbows that i will remember uh the next one was not that one not bad though also gave it that a four it's Moon Juice. It's a mixed fermentation grisette, re-fermented with Niagara white grape juice. And yeah, I mean, honestly, I thought that was pretty solid. And it's a five point five, so somewhere right around the same neighborhood for ABV.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, like similar, similar vibes. You know, it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't terrible.
1: now the standout in this was definitely the next one
0: yes the the next one is definitely our standout the next beer that we had was magenta um is it supposed to be named after like rocky horror characters i don't know because i feel like that was a series that somebody did but i don't know uh it's another farmhouse it's a 7.5 percent it's a mixed fermentation farmhouse fermented on concord grape juice. And boy howdy, it was tasty.
1: Yeah, that one was really fucking good. Like that was a hit. Um like the other oxbow that r- I really really like that I remember very well is the Momoko. It's the peach farmhouse. Like mm. sometimes they do like just a fucking they just do a spectacular job with that stuff. Like I don't I don't actively dislike anything i've really had from oxbow i just there's a few that have really stood out and the magenta is actually kind of up there for me
0: yeah i would agree the magenta was definitely one of the more standout beers for them in my opinion in our opinion
1: so we also got to try curve by battery steel so, Battery Steel is their first IPA made with alternative hop products. Hopped with Citra Spectrum, Citra Incognito, and a heavy dose of Brew One and Echinat Lupomax.
0: Right.
1: So, I've had—I believe I—I I, I would say I've had better IPAs from Battery Steel, but this was totally drinkable.
0: I've definitely had better IPAs from Battery Steel um what is it flume flume squared
1: and flume cubed
0: and flume cubed
1: yeah, yeah. i, I mean, there's...
0: <clears throat> this was still good but it wasn't great like we, we both gave it a four uh i don't really know what they could have done better and maybe it's just that like we don't necessarily care for those hops or at least that combination of those hops
1: well again those are alternative hop products so none of it is actual like hop hops i think
0: yeah but we've had a bunch of other beers with alternative hop products
1: as well that yeah but not usually exclusively
0: uh that one that was like you know, what What are these? Are these, like, proprietary things? That one was all alternative pro- hot products. Mm. And that one was better. Fair. I can't remember what no. the fuck it was.
1: Again, battery steel is a little bit hit or miss for me, but, like, again, they... they Sometimes when they hit, they really hit. I still think about that, um... Was it called Roving Jewel? The one that was... The, the like, oat IPA?
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that. That was really
1: good. mm mm-hmm. Oh hey,
0: next beer. I forgot to check in. Um next beer comes to us from outside the country. Uh, it's from oud out of Biersel Vlander Vlander in Belgian. Uh, I'm I'm guessing that's Belgium. Damn foreigners. <laughs> um It is a Lambic that is called Raw Barber Lambic. I have no idea what the fuck it
1: was, though. I'm guessing that this is from the uh, German-speaking area of Belgium?
0: That would be my thing. Just hazarding
1: a guess, considering that it's probably like a compound word that's like you know like in in english it would be multiple words
0: ah uh, yes thunder or Barber Lemby. <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> were you going to yeah. say more
0: oh um apparently it's rhubarb
1: yes i do remember that uh, yeah it's a a rhubarb lambic
0: which was really interesting to try yeah um i apparently forgot to check it in but
1: i uh i still heartily complain about the fact that the u.s does not use enough rhubarb in things and like Don't get me wrong, I love strawberry rhubarb, but it's fucking always paired with strawberry in this country. Like, rhubarb can stand on its own, and it can go with other things, I promise you. You will not die if you eat rhubarb with other things.
0: Well, it's like the fucking rhubarb bitters that we use with gin.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Shit's fantastic.
1: Yeah, because I've been to a country that knows how to use rhubarb properly. Like, I've had fucking rhubarb yogurt, and it's amazing. So, while TJ is doing whatever the fuck he's doing, I'm guessing checking this in somehow. Um, yeah,
0: but my untapped is acting incredibly stupid, so I think I just have to, like, fucking close my untapped.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad it's not just me, because it's been happen- to me. Happen- happening to me lately, too. Um, the app has been all funky. So, we did actually have one more Oxbow. We just had it later than the others. And I don't know that it's a style we would have, like, really hit on. Um, but we ended up getting a Seaworthy. It's an IPL, or India Pale Lager, from Oxbow. Um, it's a Czech-style lager dry-hopped with Centennial and Amarillo. Brewed with pills and Vienna malt, double-decocted, and fermented with Czech lager yeast. Um, honestly, like... 3.75 but that's comparing it to like everything else out there. Like that might have been a slight undershot, but like I don't know, man. It was I thought it was a pretty decent check logger. Like check logger is just not a style that I get super pumped about, but like I thought it was pretty decent for the style.
0: Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Like especially style-wise, I thought it was pretty goddamn solid. Um like again, like apparently I didn't fucking check this one out either. But like rating it three point seven five, I don't know, feels a little harsh. Uh I was gonna say a little generous. Oh. But like it wasn't it wasn't terrible, even though we rated it lower than like its average. It really wasn't terrible. No, not at all. But like it's it's not going to be ever a go-to style for me. It's very much like, oh, yeah, th- this is fine. And like 3.75 for a-, a Czech lager, I don't think is a bad rating.
1: No, not at all. So all right. that- I th-
0: think that we're going to do one more beer and then probably take commercial break, maybe? Or do you want to try and get through a little more beer than that?
1: man i feel like we should get through more beer than that
0: all right let's get through more beer um our next and last beer that we had at uh Novarez beer cafe
1: Novare res
0: Novare res beer cafe which again i didn't fucking check in because i'm a lazy ass mm-hmm. was super prime from good good fire brewing company out of portland maine um It's a Citra double IPA, but it was pretty damn tasty.
1: Yeah, like honestly, I've I've been excited to I've had a couple of things from Goodfire, not not shitloads because I still feel like they're still fairly new. But like, I want to keep trying more of their stuff like I I'm I'm curious to see where they end up going. I've had a couple of things from them that I've that I've liked and that this is one of them. I don't know. I say we kind of do.
0: Yeah, let's get through our next. One day, two, maybe
1: three, four. Yeah, yeah the next definitely. By the time five. we get
0: through that, let's just call it after yeah. that. OK, OK, well, at least call it on beer. So, Emily, would you like to tell them about the first beer that we had when we went to actual odd by nature? Because we tried when, to get hot dogs, but it was Mother's Day, so Flo's was closed.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because we were we had to go to Odd by Nature anyway, because we had to pick up the four pack that we didn't get at the beer fest the day before. Um, but yes, I tried to take him to Famous Flo's Hot Dogs, which is right down the street, It's like a mile away in Cape Nettick. Um and they were closed because Mother's Day. Someday I will take him and he will understand what the true meaning of hot dogs is.
0: <laughs> um, and it was on that day that he realized the true meaning of hot dogs. <laughs> it's just like me in a pile getting dogged down by by hot dogs. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, well, now I'm hungry. Um, yeah, now
0: I'm hungry. <laughs>
1: So we had a few things when we were at Odd by Nature because, of course, we did. Um, Oh, we got food there. Oh, hey, I feel
0: like Odd by Nature. I don't know if any of you who work there are listening to this, and I feel like I already gave you this idea for free. But make an upcharge for your fries on your sandwiches so that people can have specialty fries with their sandwiches.
1: Brisky poutine yeah well like good. i
0: really wanted to try those fucking beet fries
1: mm.
0: like i love beets
1: and oh my god i hi- highly recommend doing the what was it it was we did like the grilled cheese but it was with like the fucking candied bacon yeah candied bacon on a grilled cheese highly recommend
0: i mean just candied bacon on like anything
1: Basically, it really works well on a grilled cheese. Anyway. Anyway. So we had Imagination Running Wild. It is a collaboration between Odd by Nature and Foam. Um, Odd by Nature, obviously, being from Cape Netic, Maine, and Foam being from Burlington, Vermont. Um, Really? Nice. (sighs) Um, So this was a double milkshake IPA that was their take on one of their favorite foam beers, Things I Imagine, with double the amount of pineapple in a whole 168 pounds plus tons, a whole 168 pounds plus tons of super rich Tahitian vanilla. It really weirds me out that they've capitalized every single fucking word.
0: Yeah, like it should read with double the amount of pineapple, period, or exclamation point. A whole 168 pounds, comma, plus tons of super rich Tahitian vanilla. I mean, you
1: also you are are
0: we talking about the Ben Shapiro book now?
1: (laughs) Absolutely not. And also, you didn't you didn't do that right either, but that's fine. Um also, it's more the capitalizing so like every with word. Double
0: the amount of pineapple. M dash a whole hundred sixty eight pounds. Period. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Those are the connected thoughts. Do not put a period in between. Them. <laughs> yeah. Slap. Uh, anyway, this is, this why, is why you're it. my editor. <laughs> this is why I'm a lot of people's editor. Anyway, um, I thought this was pretty fucking bomb. Honestly, like I. I think that you rated it slightly higher than I did, but like Mm -hmm. I thought this was bomb as hell.
0: I thought this was pretty fucking bomb. (laughs) Uh, Like you gave it a 4.25, I gave it a 4.5, but like still, it was an incredibly delicious beer. Yeah. Uh, After that, we ended up having, oh, look at that. We're talking about another stout in our stout episode. Uh, this one is The World is Yours. It's a pastry stout that was made in collaboration with Jay Wakefield in Miami, Florida. And you know how much we love Jay Wakefield. Uh, it's 8.4%. um, And it's essentially a combination of cafe con leche and guava pastries.
1: Fuck and like, yes. Yeah, is, like, is the way to sum yes. this beer up fuck Fuck yes yes. this shit was fucking
0: phenomenal like we both gave it a 4.5 i'm not sure what could have gotten it a higher rating but like god damn it reminded me of uh, that fucking like guava cheese empanada that you get from that tasty pizza place near you
1: oh yeah the puerto rican pizza place shout out to elio's hole in the wall in Lowell, Massachusetts. It literally is a hole in the wall. It's a family business. The people who run it are awesome. And their food is fucking amazing. Best pizza in Lowell. I will die on that hill.
0: Um, and honestly, everything I've had from there has been fucking delicious as well. Like, seriously, get yourself some empanadas and get their tripletta.
1: Anything tripletta, but like their pizza dough is definitely worth checking out. Like, or I mean, I just
0: want to do their zone one of these days.
1: I've I have I think I've done a triplet of calzone. I've definitely done um chicken parm calzones because mm. like that's a that that's a good like couple of days worth of food for me. Um, oh, my
0: God. Remember how awful that chicken parm calzone from um Anthony's roast beef? I think it was in oh, Redding was yeah. where it was like the lowest grade frozen fucking Um, like chicken patties, yeah, breaded chicken patty in it, and it was like mostly tendon.
1: Yeah, no, this is this is absolutely not that. I like shout out to
0: Anthony's. You were only worth getting on Tuesdays when you were half price pizza, (laughs) and even then,
1: (laughs) I'm still laughing at Dan getting a sweet pizza and like complaining the whole time (laughs) because it's that cheap, but he hates it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... And he'd always
1: get me to trade a piece for it with him, because I like sweet sauce on pizza. Well,
0: no. He wouldn't get you to. You would always, like, feel bad Bad for for him and offer him. No, I wouldn't
1: feel bad. I liked that pizza. I just couldn't eat, like, a whole bunch of it, because I'm not stupid. Like... Then again, it like no. Dan if you're gonna would just give...
0: sit there and fucking hate eating entire large pizza, if
1: you're going, oh, to I love you, pizza. Dan. I if hope you're that gonna... you're one
0: of our listeners. <laughs> no, <laughs> He's not.
1: not. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. He no, no, no. Um. Anyway, I I really like sweet sauce on pizza. That took it a little bit too far. I still enjoyed it, but like one slice, enjoyed it. Like the yeah, sweet potato sauce. That, it's Tripoli. not something
0: I would want to eat like a full of. Like even having a like freezer pizza slice in um not revere Salisbury.
1: Yeah. Tripoli. Tripoli yeah. is the one with the sweet sauce. Christie's is the one with the savory. Super oregano, oregano heavy sauce. Yeah.
0: I mean personally I- I'm more of a savory fan instead of the sweet, but like I can I like still both. eat. I like. I like both. Like if Tripoli's, somebody's like gun to your head, you have to choose one. Like I would. I would choose savory over sweet.
1: I mean, I might too, but Tripoli is a lot more accessible. Like I really like that. There, if you're in that general area, sometimes you can find like frozen slices of Tripoli, and it's like, fuck yes, thank you.
0: Yeah. All right, well, my beer is empty, and I am starting to have to do the pee dance, so...
1: Let's fucking hurry this up. We only have, like, three more beers to get through.
0: Again, I'm starting to have to do the pee dance. We can always take commercial break and come back and finish out our... No, fuck it, fuck it. Let, let's get through these
1: last three. All right. Still Sorry by Odd by Nature is a paste. It's, it's in the the latest in this series... I really fucking hate that they capitalize this every word because it makes it really hard to read. It's a pastry set with thirty-two pounds of peanut butter puffs, ten dozen jelly donuts from Congdon's, and sixty pounds of raspberry puree and lactose. This was fucking sorry, so, uh, solid. Yeah, um, I've had Still actually solid. had one. <laughs> I've had one of the others from the. Uh, yeah, didn't period. you have
0: the uh, sorry not sorry?
1: I think so. Um, but I think they're all done with Congdon's, which again, if you've never been to Congdon's in Wells, Maine, yeah, dude, donuts be bomb as hell. And also the rest of their food. Um, they had, I'll just keep plowing through. They had a, uh, I think a couple of,
0: acting stupid.
1: they had a couple of, guest taps from foam because of that collaboration they had done plus the beer fest so oh i thought both
0: of these were also collaborations that they did with foam
1: they might have been um but i think they might have just been guest taps honestly they
0: might have just been guest taps like the way it looks on here is yeah that was just a guest tap
1: yeah so Bizarre Celebration's Gerald, is, so they're both, I I think they're both New England-style IPAs. Gerald was Simcoe, Mosaic, Idaho 7, El Dorado, and Strata. Um, brewed for their sixth anniversary, the Bizarre Celebration series pits Northern Hemisphere hops versus Southern Hemisphere hops. Um, the... I gave them both the same rating. Both gave I gave them both a 4.25. I feel like I liked one better than the other, and I can't remember which one it was.
0: It was Gerald. Was it? Yeah, because Gerald is the one that I gave the higher rating to. Okay. And that was more us trying to balance each other out, because we both liked that more, but we didn't oh. think that both of us rating that 4.5 was right, because it was like a 4.37. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. The other one we're referring to is Ralph Ralph is our Ralph Ralph. No.
0: Um, <laughs> this one similar concept was Matuka Rewaka Waimea and. Nectaron Nectarone Nectaron hops. And like, again, it it was it was still good. And I think I'm actually guessing that part of the reason why we liked Gerald more is because our taste buds are more familiar with the hops in that one. Than the hops in this one. Well, we've it wasn't had this pretty bad. much every, like, I know I've had all the hops in this one outside of the nectar on. Yeah. But, like, I also know that generally, if you use Idaho 7 right, I'm going to like it more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I've had plenty of things that have used Idaho 7 that, like, fuck it up. That it's like, oh, I hate you for making me not like this as much as I feel like I should. But like, yeah, the Ralph was the Ralph was good. Again, it's a fucking foam, guys. It's one of those things like Treehouse or Trillium or you know, Fresh Vitamin C or like Spyglass or Mortalis. Or well, that's the thing is
1: some you're listing things that are not just not all universally beloved, and I really think that like there is kind of a problem in the industry with like. Everybody gets super pumped about everything that comes out of foam because it's from foam, just like it is with like fucking treehouse and shit. And it's like, all
0: right, I know that there are the fanboys out there who do treat foam like they're the second coming of Alchemist, but
1: they're solid. They're but, solid. Man, I've had beers from them that fa- I not They're not infallible. Like. Yeah, like same with treehouse.
0: I mean, I think that foam definitely does ipas pretty well
1: they do generally speaking
0: yeah Yeah. but then you have like pipe dream where we love their candy sours and uh i'm gonna hold off on the rest of that thought until we start beer number two (laughs) because beer number two today is coming up soon just after this commercial break because i'm doing the pee dance and want a cigarette (laughs) um oh hot yes today's episode is brought to you by um burping burp no. more release more co2 feed the plants the plants are happy when you release co2
1: it's brought to you by the irs irs would you like a cryptic letter about how you suddenly owe us a bunch more money than you thought but also like Have no info on additional info online, despite the fact that it says that you do. And then when you do call, they you go through like 10 minutes of menus to only have it be like, We're sorry, all of the people that can help you are busy. Call back another day. Goodbye. Click, click Uh, the IRS. Would you like to? How much do you want to hate your government today?
0: Today's anti ad is brought to you by uh, Google Play. Um, if you, if somebody loses their service, Google, stop sending them like semi-threatening letters of like, ha ah, fuck you, you can't access this anymore. Instead, send out emails saying like, hey, we see you don't have this anymore. Would you like an introductory rate? Because then you make more money. Not that Google needs more money. Fuck, I need to piss. Bye. Boy, I sure hope you enjoyed those ads. Uh, I feel like while I was outside smoking, I thought of another ad, but then I couldn't remember it when I came back inside. Yay, ADD. I guess that's our last ad. Yay, ADD.
1: (laughs) Yay. Yay. Especially yay if you're a woman, because why would they want to treat you?
0: Yeah, uh, women don't get ADD.
1: Yeah, obviously. Yeah,
0: obviously. All right. So, beer number two today is our title beer. Beer number two today comes to us from Pipe Dreams Brewing Company out of um, Londonderry, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Yay, Londonderry. Uh, it's called Wicked Stupid Putin. It is uh, a Ukrainian imperial pastry stout with an ABV of 10%. So I doubt we'll get through the entire thing over the course of the rest of this episode, but we're still going to dip into it. All right, Emily. Are you ready to crack, Emily? Emily, it is time to crack. Slap. In three, two, one, crack. (laughs) Uh.
1: Nostrovia.
0: Um... Isn't that Russian?
1: Yeah. I don't know Ukrainian.
0: Oh, yeah. Can you hear that? Yes. That is the sizzle of my beer.
1: (laughs) Why is your beer sizzling?
0: Fizz and foam.
1: Fizzing and sizzling are not the same thing, just because eh. they both have Zs. <laughs> sizzling implies heat. This is still really good. Um, it does taste like a liquid glazed cinnamon roll, but with like malty flavors.
0: Yeah, no, this is still really good. <laughs>
1: It does not taste like a 10% FYI. Like, there are a lot of stouts that taste extremely alcoholic. This does not.
0: No, this doesn't taste quite as light as underneath the secret stairs. But at double the ABV, it doesn't taste that heavy. Agreed. So, yeah, yeah. keep an eye out. Because I feel, I feel like Pipe Dreams does like big ass stouts all year long
1: pipe dream
0: pipe dream
1: yes they do like again like
0: all their stouts are like 10 percent.
1: their ipas are generally kind of hit or miss for me unless like they've added something into it but like their stouts are generally solid as well as the uh candy sours Like, yeah,
0: I, I wish them luck in improving their IPA game in the future. But like, you're doing really well right now with definitely your candy sours, and still I still doing love pretty that damn cotton well.
1: candy IPA.
0: Oh yeah, they're the cotton candy IPA, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I always think that that's like Finback.
1: No. Um,
0: oh, Finback is the uh, smooth beats Miami, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. That's a coconut Um, IPA. (laughs) mm
1: -hmm. I'm trying to remember. I think Irie feeling might also be an IPA and that one's really good.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't remember anything about Irie feeling, but I remember enjoying it when I had it.
1: I could look it up.
0: Well, hey, while you're looking that up. um... Oh, shit. Do I have a like... Newish movie review.
1: I don't know if you do, but Irie Feeling is, in fact, a double IPA. Triple dry hopped with Simcoe, Mosaic, and Amarillo, along with 400 pounds of fresh pineapples.
0: Nice. Yeah, I remember thinking that was really fucking tasty.
1: And they made a session version of it called Lil Irie.
0: I would be interested to try that session and see how it came out. Because, like, you know me, you like, generally... I don't care for Sessions because I want more of a flavor punch that Sessions typically don't have.
1: I agree, and I would suspect that this is probably false victim to that considering the average on untapped for Irie feeling is 3.94 and Lil Irie is 3.58.
0: Ooh. Ow. Yeah, that's that's a little brutal, it seems. Um, Ow, my pride. Damn it, man. Like, I I keep on, like, fucking, hey, folks, the last couple of days, I haven't had much time because I have been trying to prep for our episode of See It or Screw It that we recorded today. Coming sometime in the next couple of months, keep your eyes out for our Carrie episode because that's what we recorded today. Um, but, like, you know... I, I wanted to read the book. <laughs> yeah. And I watched three different iterations of the movie and rewatched, you know, it, and even Dan was like, Oh, the ending of it, like the whole prom and, and is more than 15 minutes. And it's like, no man, like 15 minutes before the end of that movie is when like the prom scene goes into effect into Palmas.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and then just rushes through its entire ending. Like, ah, oh man, fuck you, De Palma. Like, I don't know why everybody has, like, lauded on you for so long for so many things. Because, like, even a lot of the stuff that people will bring out, like Scarface, like, I fucking hate that movie.
1: Yeah. It's also probably a cultural association because, you know, most of the guys I've known that love that movie are like, abusive douchebags so you know
0: so i guess it's Um, a good thing that i don't (laughs) yeah like honestly Um, it's it's a three-hour movie that for the most part is pretty goddamn boring if you want to see that story more interesting watch blow
1: yeah i like blow a lot that's a great movie
0: yeah like blow is actually a quality flick whereas like there is a good scene like an a good scene and it's the one that's parodied the most from Scarface. Mm. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Cultural osmosis. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, Thanks Simpsons. <laughs> the one comment that I really wish I'd made during that podcast. So I'll make it here, you know, apropos of nothing is that I'm really glad that I watched Mr. Robot before watching the 2013 carry, because I would prefer to continue loving, uh, um, Porsche double day <laughs> Porsche double day rather than being like wow what an evil bitch yeah
0: and, like... and well like you saying that made me have a similar feeling about like the De Palma flick of like man i'm so glad that i saw like robocop as a kid before seeing like the 76 carry because then i'd probably have a greater issue with nancy allen
1: because mm-hmm.
0: nancy allen is like i mean fucking chris hargenson in any iteration of it is a cunt Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just straight up like cartoon level of mean girl
1: yeah like not not in any way redeemable um like
0: like you do get a little bit more sympathy for her in the book because like it makes it far more clear in the book than in any iteration uh, any other iteration of it that like she she used to be queen bee in every relationship that she's in and she's not used to being the abused end of an abusive relationship which is what she is in with Billy She's yeah. usually the abuser in relationships,
1: which isn't great either. I don't understand how you have nope. sympathy for somebody who, you know. Oh, is I don't an have abuser. sympathy for her.
0: <laughs> like there is a part of me, like I feel bad for anyone being abused.
1: But... Same, but if you're if if anyone if if it's going to happen to anyone, an abuser is not a bad choice. If it has to happen to someone or i don't know someone who like kills puppies or something. Yeah. College nickname puppy fucker. Oh
0: man. You remember how you got that nickname? No, don't 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 tell this at my at my wedding. Ah, i remember how you got that name.
1: <laughs> I love that there's two separate red flags cards that are dark red flags that have college nickname, one of them's college nickname puppy fucker and college nickname rapist
0: oh brett kavanaugh
1: yeah yeah i mean the boofing rapist
0: yeah all right yeah i I fucking hate brett kavanaugh i don't think that you know he should be having to deal with people trying to murder him but
1: i really hope brett kavanaugh has a nice time Thank you, Liam, for giving me a way to say stay, say things yes. that are not actionable threats.
0: Brett Kavanaugh, bless your heart. <laughs>
1: we hope you. We here at New England Beer Reviews hope you have a nice time.
0: I hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic. <laughs> Allegedly
1: allegedly our All uh, right. our our third host has come back and joined us with a meow, meow.
0: well definitely next time we'll have a newish movie review for either the Northman which I really want to watch oh, wasn't there something that I watched like the other day that I was gushing to you about a bit fuck probably
1: I, I, really... I tune in and out when you're talking
0: yeah well don't we all (laughs) what yeah i mean i've even had my mom tell me like i don't know what the hell you're talking about half the time so i just sort of fade in and out but you seem excited about it so i'm happy for you (laughs) but yes basically um hey dear listeners if you know anything about app development contact us at new england reviews at gmail.com because i've got a fucking app idea and i don't know how to develop an app would you like and to develop my app <laughs> i was gonna
1: say i i can attest to the fact that he does not have do not develop my app tattooed on his forehead <laughs> yes so it, you it, are it, not committing a jerry smith sin
0: yeah it, it should not be a world ender <laughs> it's just something that would make my life easier <laughs> And hopefully the lives of others easier. I don't know. I think my app is a good idea. But yes. Um, keeping on keeping on. Um, Alright. We covered fucking Stranger Things last time. Ooh. I also did Lamb last time. So we can't do that. Um, oh hey. Emily and I hung out. And we watched the entirety of the new season of Kids in the Hall. Uh, Kids in the Hall is something that I grew up fucking loving. Like, being a child with insomnia in, like, the early 1990s and late 1980s was super handy with the existence of, like, Kids in the Hall and SCTV. And, like, fucking late-night, like, liquid TV on MTV.
1: hmm Like. And shit like, uh. Mad, Mad TV. TV. <laughs> How do not play that?
0: I mean, technically that's, uh, In Living Color, but In Living oh, Color. In Living Color. <laughs> and then they started making those shows for kids with, like, all that. <laughs> sure did. But, hey, we were already fans of those kind of shows before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, New Kids in the Hall. New Kids in the Hall was so much fun to watch.
1: Now like, with 5,000% more dong.
0: Yeah, well, technically infinitely more dong because the original had no dong. And there's a lot of dong in this. <laughs> At least I mean, a it's bit really of dong. Deep
1: yeah it's only the first two episodes but like they, they well,
0: episode like... i think it was three or four you get like some uh kevin mcdonald side dong
1: yeah side dong but like not full dong you definitely yeah. get some full dong in the first two episodes but like if you've especially... ever
0: wondered what dave foley's penis looks like what watch the new kids in the hall
1: <laughs> is it all i think it's also kevin thompson in that isn't it
0: mcdonald yes
1: oh oh mcdonald yeah um
0: I don't think we ever see Scott Thompson's, um...
1: No, I don't think we do.
0: We don't see Bruce McCullough. Yeah, I don't think we see Bruce McCullough.
1: No, I don't think so either.
0: No, maybe we do see Bruce McCullough in episode two? Because I feel like we see four of them with Don. I don't know.
1: It's the the bathhouse scene.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) thank you for joining us for dong talk
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, as a person who had who definitely had a crush on dave foley in the 90s i feel like my you know the fact that he still looks this good at this age
0: uh, he is still a very attractive man
1: honestly i I wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment and i feel validated
0: i kind of feel like he's gotten more attractive with age You know how everyone's all like, ooh, yeah, Anderson Cooper, Silver Fox. It's like, yeah, Anderson Cooper, whatever. Dave Foley, I think, is a very attractive older man.
1: I was going to say Snow Leopard? Because his hair's white. Yeah. I don't know. He's not Silver Fox. He's, I don't know, White Tiger or some shit.
0: Who's the fifth one whose name I keep forgetting? Because we had... We we we've got Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, Bruce McCullough, Scott Thompson, and
1: As my brain dies. Um I'm gonna cheat. Yeah, I'm go gonna... ahead
0: and cheat. Um I still think that Bruce McCullough looks like the world's oldest boy, and it's kind of hilarious.
1: It is. Like and also like Bruce McCullough play like because they always dressed up as like middle-aged women in their old skits like often often um
0: i was disappointed that we did not get a character throwback to cabbage man
1: um yeah but like honestly i like especially bruce mccullough like looked looks so convincingly like a middle-aged woman now mark mckinney
0: mark mckinney no i think it's more like mark mckinney and scott thompson
1: like no i think it's
0: scott thompson who looks like a middle-aged woman now
1: scott thompson and bruce mccullough i think are the most convincing i don't know like scott thompson has the build that like i would look if if he started identifying as a woman it would be like you look good it's you don't fully pass though because he's got like big man hands like that's really the big (laughs) that and like being that tall is like a dead giveaway bruce mccullough is has like is shorter that helps
0: Ooh, all right so i want bruce mccullough in like the 1980s in a version of carrie that would be good casting.
1: Oh yeah, because Bruce McCullough is five six, so he's like my height.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, although I might be a little bit taller, actually.
0: <laughs> I just love that since you're no longer dating, he who shall not be named. I am the tallest in the friend group. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only weird reason that we really realize this is because of a specific card I forget which character it is but is it Hydra Bob?
1: oh it might be
0: like it's a specific card from the Deadpool box in uh, the deck building tabletop game Marvel Legendary which we have not played in so long but I haven't I... had a huge desire to
1: because you don't love me anymore
0: you don't uh that's a fucking pop will eat itself song no that's a fetus song yes
1: that was a halfway decent burp yeah Uh, i I, you
0: you gotta bring it from the diaphragm (laughs) look i know
1: so dear listeners we've had this conversation multiple times on air and off air that like i swear to god will like stop the Zencaster and like and then
0: immediately it's just
1: yeah like <laughs> i never get to like show off my skills because my body like just won't let me when i'm on mic show off
0: that <sighs> uh, one sucked because it was fake
1: yeah, it did suck but i mean still
0: I also shouldn't do that as much as anymore just because of my like esophageal issues mm-hmm. that sometimes when I feel like I have to burp, I get nausea. Mm-hmm. So swallowing air and not being able to burp it out can make me... Yeah! <laughs> that,
1: that also would sound great on air?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much what it sounds like no we're not
1: doing this we're not doing this we're not going no, down this
0: road we're not going down this road uh all right uh we have a weird but yeah the new season of kids in the hall it's on amazon prime it's got infinitely more dong than the old kids in the hall and it's like that's not worth watching
1: yeah it's really worth watching like honestly it is fucking awesome like i'm so glad that they're back i really hope they continue to do more seasons like it's like dude i don't care what other projects you're signed up for make sure you have time to do this also i like i need to look it up but i believe that the opening is pretty much a shot for shot remake of the original opening but like with filters added to make it also look like it's like shitty vhs quality
0: um no it's supposed to look like it's shot on film uh uh, eight millimeter camera Mm -hmm. like essentially something that you would find in like your dad's garage in like 1976
1: Oh, so like all the stuff that you know our baby videos and crap were all filmed on. You had I
0: baby videos
1: right? Oh, I'm an well, I was gonna say I'm an only child, but yes, so are you., of course I did. There was a whole series of them. And you've met my father. oh um, my
0: god, we we need to like dig it out. Does your dad have a projector? Do we need to like get them digitally transferred? because like there are places that do
1: that. I don't know if anybody has possession of these VHSs anymore. I would assume uh, that one of my parents probably does, but I cannot uh, guarantee that. We might have tossed them because because I uh, think my mother had possession of them, but uh, my mom uh, may have tossed uh, them when we moved. Oh, uh, um, that's
0: disappointing. <laughs> but also,
1: come on, man! Like, Dad, I love you. If you're listening to this, which I don't know how consistently you actually uh, listen to this at this point, but. Uh i was according trying to burp to
0: out high. i was trying to like burp out hi bruce but i got as far as high oh
1: good <clears throat> for, real real proud yeah a- anyway um according to my mother there's a video where like i was sleeping against a tree like just sitting in the yard and it's like half an hour of me sleeping against a tree and the video ends with me falling over
0: oh my god i wish it existed (laughs) I i hope that fucking shit exists somewhere but knowing your parents probably not
1: i was gonna say i mean i guess this technically counts as like mini cringe corner because i don't know i i don't know that i would count that as my cringe but maybe my dad's because like why the hell would you videotape it's like i understand that it's exciting that you have a kid but like i was sleeping
0: well yeah it it's like the one time he can fucking catch you being still so he doesn't have to refocus jesus christ emily (laughs) Uh um oh hey we had something else we wanted to chat about before we end up going and then this will probably be our last thing before we call it for this episode because eh, we're around like we're like one fifteen right now,
1: and our third host is getting antsy. Um, well, like he wants to play. Like he's uh, doing the thing where he's like, don't bite me.
0: Ah. Like, uh, I mean, I also know within like the next ten minutes, I'm gonna start doing the pee dance while sitting here, so uh as a palate cleanser post us recording our theater screwed episode Emily and I hung out and watched um episode 1 of Miss Marvel uh Miss Marvel is the most recent Disney Plus series um and honestly like I really fucking liked it and I think that like yeah, it definitely skews a little bit younger, but I don't think that's a problem, especially given that, like, our most recent movie was Multiverse of Madness, which, again, while I really enjoyed, sorry, dear listener, I'm I'm laughing at Emily fucking with her cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, he is not a Rhodes Scholar, this one. <laughs> He's not like, a complete idiot, but...
0: While I really enjoyed Multiverse of Madness, Multiverse of Madness is probably one of the older skewing movies that it's, you know, kind of less acceptable to watch with younger kids these days. I When we were growing up, the 80s were a very different time, which is why I saw my first horror movie in like 1986, 1987. Oh, and Emily, that's something that you and I should watch sometime. Uh... Terror vision.
1: Is it bad?
0: Oh, it's awful. Good, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so bad. In fact, if we wrap this up real soon, it might be short enough for us to watch tonight. Uh, and that's time for us to talk about next time. Hey, next time, folks. But yeah, Miss Marvel, it was really rad. Um it And like I'm guessing it's just because I've been absorbing like carrie media the last couple of days but it's at least episode one is like a weird merging of carrie and scott pilgrim without the massacre
1: it is just because you've been watching carrie because like dude well, she's they... an
0: outcast kid and like you know she's got a counselor that's trying to help her out she's got like one fucking well two friends everybody else sort of shits on her
1: Dude, that's like so many fucking but, properties, movies, TV, etc. Like, think of like all the shit that well, you've watched over the years that you're like, oh, I kind of identify with that.
0: And she gets powers.
1: So still
0: there are similarities to Carrie there. Not, um,
1: you're, you're, you're you're I know
0: I'm like projecting more than I should at the moment just yeah, because yeah. of how fresh Carrie is in my mind. But I still see similarities there. But, like, I really dig, like, art style, direction, cinematography, uh, fucking acting. Like, I love their Kamala
1: Khan. I do, too.
0: And I'm really excited to watch the other five episodes, because I'm guessing it's another six episode one.
1: Yeah, I hope that this isn't one that only gets one season.
0: Me too. Well, we'll end up seeing where it goes, because we already know that. um, Amani, I can't think of her last name right off the top of my head, but the uh, young woman who plays Kamala Khan, that she's going to be showing up in the Marvels.
1: Okay. yeah.
0: And there's like a lot of rumor about like Brie Larson showing up in. Miss Marvel. At some point, like I would guess if she does it all, it would be like, you know, last episode. But already one episode in, I do hope this gets a second season and has a little more room to breathe because I already really like what they're doing so far.
1: Same. It seems really, really fun.
0: But like you can tell it's skewing for a, a younger audience. And I don't have a problem with that, though.
1: Like, like, I'm that. not
0: one of those... I'm not one of those nerds that's, like, gatekeepy. It's like, nah, fucking like what you like. Nerd out on the shit you nerd out on. My mom, she's a massive nerd. She's not a nerd like me. She's a sports nerd, but she's a massive
1: sports nerd. My mom's more of a nerd like us, but, you know.
0: Yeah, like, your mom's of- a little more nerd like us. Your mom's more book nerd than us, though.
1: Oh, 100% for for real. Um don't yeah, like, get me and wrong I, also,
0: I love reading well if I'm in the right frame of mind but
1: I also really like that Marvel is at least mm-hmm. kind of starting to move in the direction of like maybe we should have some folks who aren't like dudes and yeah. also maybe we should have more diversity
0: yeah <laughs> well, I mean honestly I can see like I don't follow these subreddits but like I could totally see some like white dude marvel subreddit who just keeps on pissing and moaning about everything in phase four of like why is loki bisexual why do i care about black widow what why what why do i care about brown people
1: because you fucking should you troll
0: yeah like we're all we're all earthikins
1: (laughs) yeah yeah man
0: i mean honestly i feel like this should be bringing us
1: fucking suck
0: i feel like this should be bringing us towards our final word because like we should wrap up the episode um
1: can can their final word be cishet white men suck close Close. just a whole lot of them
0: i do not disagree with that statement like, there are a lot of shitty, hiss cis, het, white men. But, um, here, let me do this first. We've been New England Beer Reviews. I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can, um, and listen to this podcast wherever the fuck you listen to your fucking podcast from because, like, where the fuck else did you find us? Um,
1: listen to you, See It or Screw It. Also you, you, well, found. You, on- you can,
0: you can give us money at, patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. The initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. You can also, if you like listening to us, check us out where, Emily?
1: Everywhere you just found this. Go look in the same fucking place and search for See It or Screw It. Um, Hopefully soon to also have a Patreon. um, And maybe that one will, like, (laughs) make a small at least some money uh, at least please. some
0: money please <laughs>
1: like this that one's that one's cheap to produce but i would take income from either thank you because this one costs me money and yeah uh, i am in careers so you know
0: i still need to like reread grid expectations so i can remember what fucking character i'm thinking of all the time but but you know emily's like our a homeless boat guy that is actually the generous benefactor of pip what yeah great expectations you know written by the dick
1: i haven't read that in oh my god what fucking grade do you usually read that in is that like middle school or high school
0: I have not absorbed it since ninth grade. I was going to say, I think it it was middle school for me. I was going to say, like, it was ninth grade in Watertown. So that means it was probably, like, 7th or 8th grade for any town that didn't suck. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I want to say it was, like, 7th or 8th grade for me. So, um, I was in, I graduated from 8th grade in... What, nineteen ninety six? Nobody
0: cares.
1: Nobody cares <laughs> that I'm old? Good. I'm glad that no one cares that I'm old.
0: Yeah. So let's just like keep on keeping on. Um, I mean wow, I'm What the I'm fuck totally was my final like word? <laughs> I had a um, final word. What were we talking about? Like three minutes ago.
1: Sishet white men suck? Uh fucking
0: yes yeah, cis head white men suck um mostly mostly
1: not all of you
0: ah god damn it nope the thought is lost that is the final is a hell word. of a drug all right yeah no that that's that's a good final word like for somebody who's been like heightened testosterone levels for the majority of their life and that's including half of my life not having use of one of my testicles and still having heightened testosterone levels testosterone's a hell of a drug avoid it
1: uh also see the name of our episode wicked stupid putin um
0: yeah well i I, I think think that i think that the issue with stupid putin I think the issue with stupid Putin is um, he just has a tiny penis. But what, what's what's with women?
1: Oh, I like to think that uh, 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 people who aren't uh, at least cishet men would be less inclined to do genocide things. I'm not going to say that it's impossible. I just think that it's less likely.
0: And that's why I'm glad that I'm more queer than not at all. <laughs> like, the older I get, the more I think I'm, like, uh, m- more of a two on the Kinsey scale. <laughs> Instead of, like, a zero. <laughs>
1: Speaking of this, folks, if you haven't done it yet, <laughs> go watch Strange New Worlds, the new Star Trek series. Oh, my starring God. Anson Mount, because, oh, my God oh my anson god mount. the fucking um, hair alone jesus christ
0: and it's not just the hair it's like how he carries himself because mm-hmm. like hey strong pat but affable like pat stews too. is hot without the hair but like it's part of his demeanor but like anson mount might be the hottest start well it's a toss-up between him and michael burnham
1: yeah she is like the hottest
0: captain that we focused on
1: oh man i really wish i could throw an argument in there for kate mulgrew i mean
0: i, I do love kate mulgrew but like kate mulgrew is somebody who i'd rather like tweak out with on too much coffee than that's a fair like point five. i
1: would rather chill with her uh cisco i bet cisco's a good time
0: uh but again, like Cisco would be like, hey, you want to have some jambalaya and crawfish and like drink some Abita?
1: And watch some baseball. It's like,
0: yeah, you lost me at baseball.
1: I know, yeah. but like it's like
0: dude, if, if I have unlimited. It's free all, beer... all
1: hollow characters. Can I just like blow you in the stands?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean it's like i'm assuming we're in like one of quark's hollow suites so like does it oh, yeah. fucking matter as long as vic fontaine's not there it's not like any of the hollow characters are going to fucking remember because vic fontaine is actually like sentient
0: uh, vic fontaine was established as a as like a functional a a self-aware ai
1: yeah basically
0: but yeah all right we are definitely off rails now so our final word is
1: and is giving... hot
0: okay I, I i was gonna go like given a uh, given cisco a bj oh no 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 but... no hit
1: it that's our final word
0: <laughs> hit it that is the final word <laughs> <laughs> but yes check out strange new worlds <laughs> Why? Why?